Welcome to In the Name of Game. Welcome to In the Name of Game, a video game podcast. Today is August 17th, 2014. Welcome once again to our show. I'm your host, AG. I'm co-host Adam. And I'm co-host Knox. We got uh, interesting... Well, we're changing up our format a little bit. We're going to do maybe monthly episodes as opposed to weekly, because everyone's schedule is all over the place and now. And we still can't get Colin. We still can't there. get Colin at the last minute, but He's that's a hot okay. We, yeah, we got actually a lot of uh, great Gamescom uh, wrap-up stuff to talk about, so... Gamescom was this past was this past week? Yeah, past week and a half. Yeah. Last um, two days. You know. Last day. <laughs> yeah, around that time. But yeah, there were a lot of game companies that had some really cool announcements for Gamescom. There were some that were just so-so, so we're going <laughs> to skip over some of it. Like, for example, they've got that Fable Legends game that they announced, but I don't really know anyone anymore that is all that interested in Fables, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so I'm going to skip it. It is a multiplayer Fables game that they're going to do, I think, a beta for soon. But um, it's surprising. I think they, they kind of... Uh, burned a couple gamers last time with, I th- was it Fables 3? The, one of the last ones people were not crazy about. <clears throat> so, I, I honestly do not know. Yeah, I think I, it I, just overstayed its welcome, right? That that That's probably part of it, too. Um, but I honestly, I've never actually played any of them, so I can't really comment. Uh, but yeah, so there are a couple cool things. Um, one is a minor thing, but it's nice for, you know, people like me or maybe some listeners that own Journey for the PS3. Uh, apparently, they are doing a, um, an uh, enhanced version, I guess, for the PS4. And apparently, if you already have the PS3 version, you should be getting the PS4 one for free, which is nice. It's kind of kind of rare because <laughs> most of the time, every company, when they do an upgrade, even if it's uh, cheaper, it's only, you know, like maybe get $10 off or something yeah. like that. Uh, so it's nice that this is free. Um, Activision, I guess, announced that uh, they're trying to do some... I'm not sure if they're necessarily trying to bring back the Sierra brand, you know, Sierra Online, or if they're just trying to make the brand more, um, I don't know, enticing to today's crowd. Like, I don't know if they're they're legitimately trying to make new games or if they're just doing this to keep their brand profitable, whatever. Mm. Um, but they are going to be making a new King's Quest... Not not like a remake, or because you know um, there was a Kickstarter a while back to to do a remake of the first Leisure Suit Larry, which I think oh, yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. Yeah, um, that was from the creator. But this is a new King's Quest from uh, I don't actually know this developer, The Odd Gentleman, which okay. are developers of the Xbox Live platformer, The Misadventures of PB Winterbottom. What? <laughs> are these real things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This isn't like the onion or something. It's kind of a mouthful. (laughs) Yes, you know what? The misadventures of PB Winterbottom sounds really familiar. So I probably did see a news thing about it before, but I've never played it. 
I cannot ever picture myself being attracted to playing that <laughs> game just with that well, name alone. I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of intrigued over here. I bet it looks like either a little steampunky game or a little like 20s looking like cutesy kind of game. You know, maybe not unlike. All I know is that I, I'm picturing a guy with a monocle. That's yeah. Really that seems that seems reasonable. Yeah. But what's, what concern, concerns me a little is that this is a puzzle platformer. It's not an adventure game. So usually when you want to feel good about one of these announcements, uh, they'll say the developer has done like a similar game in the past or something like that. So, <clears throat> I mean, maybe it's not really all that hard to make a point-and-click adventure game, honestly, but uh, it would have instilled me with a little more confidence if they had done something like that. Like, say, for example, I thought at some point and obviously this must have fallen through, Telltale was going to do the King's Quest game. I swear to God, I thought... Oh, I, yeah, I think we talked about it on a podcast. Before. Yeah, so that must have fallen through. I mean, they are doing like a million fucking adventure games right now. They got uh, Game of Thrones on the horizon. They have... Um, shit. They just finished The Wolf Among Us, so they're not doing that. They're still needing to finish up The Walking Dead Season 2, which... I'm sure there's probably going to be a season three because it does pretty well. And there's another one. Oh yeah, the Borderlands. They're doing a Borderlands uh, one that's also on the horizon as well. So they got their their plate kind of full. So maybe at some point they thought we don't necessarily yeah, need here to we do go. King's Quest. I just pulled up an article. Uh, their <clears> quote is: "While we deeply love King's Quest here at Telltale, we can confirm that we are no longer working on the franchise." And this was as of a year ago. <laughs> So oh, they announced shit. it originally three years ago. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> time time really flies. I, it didn't yeah. seem that long well, ago to me. Has it been that long since we podcasted last? I don't know. <laughs> three years. <laughs> it's, it seems really weird. Anyway, so they're not doing it anymore. This uh, odd gentleman developer is, and I think uh, it's so quirky. <laughs> it's like it's an overabundance of quirk. Odd gentleman, and then PB Winterbottom. Winterbottom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they, uh, on an unrelated note, but I guess maybe it's also under the Sierra name, uh, they're doing a, a Geometry Wars 3 from Lucid Games. Cool so that. That, that studio has made, uh, uh, is comprised of people that worked on previous Geometry Wars games. So in that particular case, I think you'd feel more confident about that yeah. because it's not, you know, such a unknown. But I, I hope the new King's Quest is good. There was that one that... Um, fans made called the silver lining i never got a chance to play it but it looked really let's just say it looked really fan made because they they went the the 3d rendered route and you could tell they did a lot of work on it but it just still felt very i mean if it came out in the early 2000s or something it probably would be pretty cool but it's very dated looking (laughs) but it was a fan creation so uh what's weird is either sierra well sierra didn't exist at that point but activision or vivendi whichever one that had the Sierra brand at that point, actually said, oh, this is okay, we'll let you guys do it. Because initially people were afraid they weren't going to, they were just going to have to name it The Silver Lining and not King's Quest The Silver Lining because they they get jumped all over by lawyers or whoever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at some point I remember them kind of backing off and saying like, okay, we understand it's a fan game, there's no profit, so... Just, Just so long as they didn't call it King's Quest Saga, they were okay. Yeah. Is that saga? Who was doing that saga thing? It wasn't fucking uh, the fucking Candy Crush people. Candy Crush, right? Yeah, yeah. I never found out what happened with that. Maybe it's just sitting in like lawyer <laughs> hell or something, like not going anywhere. 
Well, um, yeah, we haven't heard any more outrage, so I'm guessing it was reversed or something. I don't know. Either that or they did some quiet settlement. I don't. I'm not even sure. Um, but anyway, so Sierra Games starting with a new King's Quest. Maybe that's a. Uh, just the beginning of even more. They have a quote here that says Sierra is a nostalgic brand. No shit. And we want to work. <laughs> we want to work towards making what Sierra used to be in a modern day, high quality digital brand. So when they say digital brand, I get a little nervous because I know there are a lot of people. For example, please don't go the freeware route, where it's like uh, you know, like those Facebook games or something like that, where it's like, hey, you could play for free, but then you only have a certain amount of energy or turns per day. You know, like yeah. that kind of bullshit. I'd much rather it be in a normal game format, even if it is digital, where we don't have to worry about that bullshit. Um, yeah, I I wonder if they're going to do more. Like, I would love it if they did another Quest for Glory, but I'm I'm actually a little scared because if it's not done by Lori and Corey Cole, I don't know if I really want to see it because, you know, you're, you've got a whole brand new batch of people making this game. So it's not like you've got Roberta, Roberta Williams as a consultant or something for a King's Quest game. Yeah. It would be nice if they end up revealing that later, maybe, but I don't know. Anyway, so that's Sierra for any adventure gamers out there. That might be might be cool. Um, there's going to be a beta for uh, the game Evolve. And uh, Evolve, I don't actually know that much about it. I do know that it's from the guys that made the first Left 4 Dead, um, Turtle Rock. And it looks, it's an interesting take on co-op because it's four players, but it's four, uh, four people versus a player-controlled enemy. So yeah. it's kind of a different take on a like, kind of competitive uh, co-op, which is interesting. Hmm. Like, the picture here looks like it's a huge fire-breathing, like, bipedal monster, and everybody else is, like, casting shields or some kind of shit. Um, oh, which is funny! Because this totally reminds me of a. Did you, ha, okay, have any, any of you guys seen this weird live action teaser shit that Bioware has been doing for their next, uh, their brand new IP that they're developing? No, what is it called? Okay, so it sounds extremely generic, first of all. <laughs> so it's this game called Shadow Realms, right? Okay. Which sounds like some kind of magic card game or something. I don't know. Shadow, Shadow Realms? Shadow, Shadow Realms. And in because the, Shadow Grounds was already taken. Shadow Grounds, um, in the in the teaser trailers, which are really short, and they're live action, which make them look really low budget. Um, they have people with powers in these kind of real world scenarios, and when they revealed some more information about uh, Shadow Realms, I think just a couple days ago, it sounds like it's a very similar concept to Evolve, but maybe on like a larger multiplayer scale. Okay. <laughs> Which is the first couple of comments I saw when people uh, finally read more about Shadow Realms. So they were like, oh, it's evolved, but like an MMO. Not MMO, but like a, a, a larger multiplayer version. So I'm not sure if Bioware knew about Evolve. Because if it really is a similar game type, they're going to have some interesting competition. Because they don't really have experience doing uh, a lot of multiplayer games. <clears throat> you know, minus uh, the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, which kind of doesn't really count. Uh, but Turtle Rock does, <laughs> so you're going to have a company that clearly has an advantage versus one that thinks, you know, hey, hey we know what we're doing. So that'll be interesting. And that's a brand new IP for both of them. Uh, the beta and, of... Uh, Evolve has been getting some attention, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Seems yeah. like 
they won Gamescom, right? Yeah, they got they got some awards. I thought. Well, it's always tough with these uh, convention awards because it's like best it's of Gamescom just, award. Yeah, of oh, all. is that is that confirmed? Yeah. Ah. So yeah, Bioware might be in a little bit of trouble if their game is similar. But um, yeah, the beta for Evolve is going to be in January. So I'm not sure if this is one of those things where you could sign up for, or if you have to like uh, pre-order it first. But it might be worth checking out. There's that. Um, yeah, the Shadow Realms thing. I don't know. Uh, I think we didn't get a chance to talk about it. Maybe it was after one of our last podcasts. But Casey Hudson from Bioware oh, has yeah, moved on to somewhere else, or or to nothing yeah. at all. <laughs> He's gone. Which what the funny thing was I. I was expecting everyone to be fucking dancing in the streets, but weirdly enough, there were. It was kind of a mixed reaction because I saw a lot of people getting pissed off, but people happy that he was leaving. Because most people, because those guys' feelings were that, uh, how dare you? You know, like he's he's got a lot of good things under his belt. So how dare you get all pissy about you know the last maybe half of a game that he made. <laughs> like saying that that yeah. shouldn't cancel out his achievements. Oh, then again, people. it's not like he made the other games by himself. I think people it's, it's, it's the John Romero effect is what it is. Yeah. Like, like had two fantastic games that he was a big part of. And then Dai Katana. And then Dai Katana and everyone <laughs> just fucking hates him. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh-huh. that's a very nice segue. Good job. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I was working on that one all day. So Romero recently Hate said up. he's coming out with another game, right? Is it first person, though? First, yeah, a new shooter, he said. Oh, boy. How long has it been since he's made one, though? <laughs> 14 years. Jesus Christ. 14. He still has the same hair, though, so at least that's <laughs> yeah, consistent. Same fantastic hair. Yeah. So he made that announcement, much to everybody's like mixed reaction. There were some people that actually did seem kind of stoked for it, and other ones that were like, what has he done? Was- I, You know, I'm, I'm intrigued enough. I, but I'm also skeptical. Well, know? somebody else was like, hey, if you can get Carmack back somehow, then I'm on board. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> everybody's scattered to the four winds now. You know, like, it's going to be... Yeah, I mean, if you, can get, if you can get Carmack, Tom Hall, and America <laughs> McGee on board, this is going to rock. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's there's that. I don't even know. That doesn't even have a date yet, right? Because they haven't even announced more than just the fact that he's working yeah, on a shooter. It's sort of like, yeah, we're working on a shooter. Which could end up being nothing. Hey, you, you know, know, I mean, it could wind up being, like, you know, in development hell and Daikatana it, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would actually rather stay in development hell than become Daikatana, <laughs> like Daikatana <laughs> yeah. 2.0. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I mean, like, if it gets stuck in development hell, just stay there. Yeah. Don't, uh-huh. don't, tr- you learn from your mistakes, if it's like in development it's... hell, stop. <laughs> you know, one, one thing that I wasn't expecting, um because I, w- I wasn't even aware it was popular enough to warrant it. Uh, when I was looking up Gamescom news, apparently they're making an Afro Samurai 2 game. They made oh. the first one back in, I think, like 2008 or 2009, you know, based oh. off of the show. And it was this yeah. kind of stylized action, like third-person 3D uh, action game, which was okay from what I remember, but I didn't remember anyone, like, really freaking out about it. But they just announced, like, hey, we're going to make another one. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't remember anyone okay. ever mentioning it. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, my, my reaction was, there was a game? Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's a cheap IP that somebody figured, hey, you know, this is somewhat recognizable, let's build off yeah. of it. I don't know. So there's that someday soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
There's a bunch of Halo news. Uh, I do think the... Because, you know, there was that kind of weird shakeup where, I guess... Did they cancel a bunch of the Xbox live-action stuff somewhat recently? Oh, yeah. they shut down the whole arm, yeah. That okay, so all of, this, of that was shut down. However, it sounds like they're still keeping the Halo live-action series that was being developed, okay, as far as I know. Whoop-dee-doo. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I actually saw a trailer, like a teaser thing for it, and it looks pretty good, honestly, because I watched the... Um, did you guys watch that, like, mini-series that they did? With that, there's that one girl that was in those Narnia movies. Um, um wait, Ford and Dawn? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was I think pretty I good. Saw it a little bit. But. So if if they do that, but with you know slightly a better budget, <laughs> it might actually be pretty good. Um, but there's other Halo things too. So I think they're trying to kind of, you know, pump people up back for more Halo. There's going to be the the Master Chief collection from three four three, where it's going to have the first Halo, second, third, fourth. Yeah, all, one through four, uh, all all retooled to I guess look essentially like you know a current gen game, uh, which is a, a good good deal for them I guess. So you're really just kind of you know putting a nicer coat of paint on an existing game. I, yeah, I, it's it's the DVD release, then the Blu-ray release, then you know digital locker or whatever they want to move to next, right? Yeah. Um, Equivalent. Yeah, I think. Uh, they did re- release a really nice uh, cinematic for it, and I think I-, I would probably bet money that Blur did the animation for it. Because if if you ever see a really amazing cinematic that's not done by Blizzard, it's usually done done by Blur Studios. You know, because Blur does a lot of really great, like um, the Swotor cinematic, and uh, they've even done some Sonic ones, which I feel like maybe they were just kind of maybe they had a lull and they're like, well, this is a job, we'll do it. Um, but yeah, so they have a really amazing Halo cinematic uh, where everybody looks pretty much realistic. <laughs> They're getting to the point where I don't know if it's even Uncanny Valley anymore. It just kind of looks mostly real. Where they took a lot of scenes that would happen in the second Halo game. Maybe the third, I can't remember. And essentially super upscaled it. However, it's a fucking bait and switch because most intelligent people know that that's not in-game stuff. That's just kind of stuff to sell you on the idea of another collection. Because it looks way too good for next-gen. It's not in-game in at all. It's like hyper-real. Well, uh, damn it, I'm offended. I know. <laughs> I, I do recommend watching it, though, because it looks really pretty. <laughs> it's very... I, I, I can't help it. Like, pretty cinematics. I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I won't buy the game, but I'll watch it. Uh, so they got the, the Master Chief collection. Uh, and they also have Halo 5, which, just like all these other co-op things that seem to be popular right now, is going to be a uh, co-op or a 4-on-4 arena combat type game. Um, or at least that's the focus of the beta that's going to be coming out. I agree with and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, maybe the entire thing's not going to be arena-based, but I know the beta that's going to be at the end of the year uh, is going to be arena-based. So... Um, it sounds like Halo 5, a.k.a. Guardians, uh, might be more of a focus on co-op than just like a single-player experience. Like maybe everybody's a Spartan or something. I don't know. Um, which, how many times have they done that before? But, um, yeah, so the, yeah, the co-op thing, as an aside, I've, I've been noticing this trend. Like, <clears throat> every couple of years, there's a popular thing to do in games, and it, it feels like this is the beginning of the, the co-op wave 
where all these announcements are usually multiplayer, like, cooperative games that uh, maybe have, like, a side single-player element to it, but mostly are co-op. I don't yeah. mind. It gives It actually uh, gives you more reason to have online friends or have real-life friends playing games with you for mm-hmm. once, because for a long stretch of time, I was really just kind of playing games by myself, and it's like, oh, it's, I guess I don't need friends online. I only play games <clears> by myself. I'm a sad individual. <laughs> But it means I yeah, I need friends now. Yeah, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna have to make friends with whatever Where, little yelling. Where's my new shirt? I gotta go outside. <clears throat> so find yeah. somebody to talk to. Yeah. So Halo and like Destiny and oh, speaking of Destiny, um, so they're kind of ruffling some people's feathers a little bit because they already announced uh, their first expansion that's going to be in De- December, and it, the game hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that's always popular. With you, you know, you know, what, you know what other game they did that for? Every Rome Two Total War. We all oh, saw how well that went. Yeah. Sorry, that, <sighs> I'm still hung up about You're, that. Yeah, you get. I, I, it, like, like, no, like that. I, I just it's DLC before release thing drives me up the wall. Well, like they also did that with Mass Effect when they had uh, the alien. What's his face? I can't remember I what his name is now. Uh, as a like, day, but that was day one DLC. Day one almost is more offensive because yeah, it's it's right there, right when you have the game. I mean, it, well, I don't know because okay, they're charging you right out the gate, and yes, day one DLC is despicable. But this is basically day one DLC that they're just going to postpone a month right. to try to make it okay. So it's really they're just delaying you from having this. If you're going to buy it, you're going to buy it either way. Right. Well, some people are defending it, saying that, you know, Destiny isn't, uh, and I think you played, did you play the beta? I can't remember. No, I have not. I, I played I played some of the alpha and the beta, and it's clear that it's not, um, I'm sure there will be story in the game, but it's not first and foremost a story game. It's really co-op and, uh, you know, kind of a exploring the world and it's got a different focal point than maybe you know like the halo games for example like stuff that bungie's done in the past and um people were saying that because it's essentially like an mmo uh it the expansions make sense in terms of an mmo setting where every three to four months ish usually in an mmo you'd have um some kind of major patch or expansion that would come out to kind of keep enlarging that world and that game so that people still feel like they need to keep playing it. So a lot of people's defense of this expansion was, well, if this thing comes out, is it coming out at the end of this month? Or September, like the beginning of September, I think. September 9th. Right, then that kind of matches up with, if they're having this near the end of December, then that kind of lines up with the whole three to four uh, month expansion thing that a typical MMO does. So they're saying that's that's them trying to extend like I guess the value of you continually playing the game. So it's not like a typical, you know, single player game where you know the DLC is done for like a different purpose. Um so I guess I could understand that. It just still sucks seeing it. Yeah, for I some mean, reason either... I like being surprised. I don't know why by by seeing an announcement for DLC like Maybe like six months down the the road or something, but yeah. you know. Just uh, I don't know. Actually, I just uh, finished playing. What was it? DLC Quest. Have you guys heard about that game? It's called DLC Quest. DLC Quest. Is what it's called? It's just like oh, this. Oh, that is hilarious. It, it's <laughs> like this, like you know, indie two bit 
platformer, not 2 bit, but 2D platformer. It's just really the whole thing, the whole concept is like you have to go right. You can't even turn left at the start of the game because it's <laughs> DLC. So do you have so, to unlock so, DLC? So the more, yeah, the more you play the game, the more you get by collecting these coins and buying DLC from the game's shopkeep. It's kind of a funny little, it's a funny little commentary. Who, who made it? I actually am not 100 percent certain. I didn't that's pretty. That's that's a cool concept, though. That's on yeah, Steam, yeah. It, it's a cool concept, and it, it was all right. I mean, it is it on just, Steam? Yeah, it's on Steam. It's like a, mm. it's a good two-hour distraction. So. I, I like I like commentary like that. It's a game, but it's also kind of poking fun at the whole. Yeah, issue like, as well. like you, you the, when you start off, you can only go right. There's no sounds. Your character <laughs> doesn't have any animation. You know, it's. It's kind of funny in that regard. Now, d- does DLC Quest have DLC? No, it doesn't. It's... Okay. <laughs> that would have been yeah, a little... It's in-game. It would be like DLCception or something. Like yeah. DLC in The small studio will get snapped up, and then the new parent company will yeah. make there be actual DLC for this that game would... that you have to buy. Oh, that'd be such a fantastic thing, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's Destiny. Um, there's some other cool things. Uh, if anybody is a fan of DayZ from playing it on Steam, it's going to be coming to PlayStation 4. And it's, it's sort of funny. I, I never thought that DayZ would be the type of game to be on a console just because of its roots, you know, being a mod of Arma. And just it just felt so, you know, like, like Counter-Strike-y. Like, you, you would o- almost expect that that would always be played by PC gamers exclusively but uh, apparently it's going to be on ps4 um that's kind of cool speaking of ps4 they made the announcement that they have sold more than 10 million units worldwide which is it's a lot of gamers <laughs> so that's pretty good I, I wonder what the numbers are compared to um the ps3 but obviously ps3 has been out for so much longer uh I, I guess it still bodes well for the ps4 i was kind of concerned maybe not enough people were we're buying it honestly because for example from my point of view I only have two or three games because I've been kind of waiting for this next big wave of games that I'm expecting like oh I'll finally buy a game now <laughs> you know because because yeah. I have a really good PC so half the time if it's on PC I'm like well how would I get anything else I might as well you know just get on PC right. um, but it's nice that they're doing that and I think Adam did you mention before the show that uh, they're also doing that share thing with with the PlayStation? Or yeah, was... they, they have a, a share thing. I don't know all the details. and I, It might be tied to their, um, what is it, PS Now? Uh-huh. But I'm not sure about the PlayStation that PlayStation Plus I or something? Know. Yeah, the, no, the uh, game streaming. Oh, right. Service too. But um, where you can share the game with a friend, but then it's like limited to one hour increments apparently. But you don't actually have to order the I mean, order. You don't have to own the the game that's being played, right? Right. That's right. pretty cool. So can, yeah. And you said you can get around that limitation by just like playing again. Like there's not yeah, like. I mean, a... So far, from what uh what's been reported on, they they don't have like a limitation of number of times or just like you know one hour per game or something. So I wonder if they would add something like that. Well, yeah, like because as of now or when this actually launches does that mean you can just they're going to kick you out of the game and then you just start the game up again and play i wonder like, if they'd have like a cool down minor like, convenience. yeah like like oh you can't play again for five hours or something something like, like that like, like 
of uh, the Wii Fits. Uh, go outside and get some air. You've been playing for too long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, so they've got that going for them, which is more effective, I think, than Far Cry 4's uh, co-op free friends thing. So uh, Far Cry had the, uh, this announcement for, the, for a very similar thing, where in the Far Cry 4 uh, new information they announced, you can invite up to 10 PlayStation Network players to join in your co-op missions, even if they don't own the game. So at first everyone's like, oh shit, that sounds really good. <laughs> like, yeah. like, my friend can, you know, check out if they want the game or not. However, there's a catch to that. So, <laughs> you can explore together for two hours apiece. <laughs> so, huh. that's going to kind of suck, especially if you get really into one of these games. I'm sure the purpose is really just to lure people in. Because once the two hours is over, you're going to be like, well, fuck, I, I need to get the game now. So, yeah, the first hits for free. Exactly, like fucking drug dealers. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of annoying, <laughs> just because it, it's not that amazing of a deal when you think about it. Like, you might as well just go to the red box and get and, and rent it, you know, and then just finish the game while you're while you're renting it or something, rather than mm -hmm. getting cheated, or not cheated, getting tricked with this two-hour dealie. <laughs> now, I'm not sure. I think they're finite. Like, I think it's ten people total. I'm not sure if it, like, lets you do a game of up to ten people. Yeah. I'm not sure, because it says co-op, like, the, the the implication seems to be that, you know, it's maybe just you and a friend for, for ten different times. Uh, that'd be interesting if it's it's a recurring thing that's actually for up to ten people at one time. Then that might be not as bad. But right. it, it sort of sounds like these kind of... Um, you know, once you spend the ticket, that's it, sort of thing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure they'll elaborate more. But what I don't get, though, is are they going to block people from doing the share thing? Uh, you know, the PlayStation share on this game. Because wouldn't you think people would just opt for that if it's <clears throat> if it's renewable? And just right, do the or do both. Like, okay, well, spent my two hours there. Now I'm just mm. going to go on PS Now and play it for another hour, you know. Oh, I see. It's an easy workaround. Yeah, it might be, but... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I'm getting a little bit more verification on this uh, share play. So, this guy's saying... This just in. Yeah, this Breaking news. Breaking news, listeners. <laughs> okay, that's not a... You know, it'd be awesome if, uh, if our producer just ran in the room and handed you a piece of paper. Like, <laughs> I just make the rustling noise. It's just in... Uh, no, I was just looking at this guy's comment. Um, he's saying SharePlay doesn't invite friends to play games with you. It allows them to play a game instead of you. So that is the limitation. So you could, like, if you had, I don't know, Towerfall or something like that, um, I don't know if you'd actually be able to play it together. It might be like if, if they just wanted to play one of your games to try it out sort of thing. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, that's not as cool at all. Maybe it's not as cool. But that's what this guy, this guy is uh, claiming, so that would be a pretty big limitation. If oh, that's... wait, is it, is it this guy, 1907? That guy? I've seen him before. On no, the, no, it's, it's, on it's a guy commenting on this article. <laughs> the, yeah, 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 he, he knows his stuff. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just too lazy to Google it while we're, while we're <laughs> on the podcast. In any case, it's, it's not coming out yet, so I know once they have more details... We'll we'll probably do a follow up on the next podcast with like the full, 
you know, list of what you can actually do on SharePlay. Um, but yeah, that's a little silly from Far Cry 4. Like, like thanks, oh. You know, like you get excited and you instantly get disappointed. Um, there's a bunch of Metal Gear stuff. I, I've been saving it till the end just because uh, people may or may not have already heard about most of the stuff. So the big one, and it's a surprise, is that uh, Phantom Pain is going to be on Steam. And I think they teased it by having... I can't remember. I, I didn't see the video, but somebody was telling me they had, like, some video where, like, Snake was in a box, but it had, like, a Steam, you know, thing sprayed on it, like, the logo. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of that's kind of big, though, for, for Metal Gear, because as far as I can remember, I don't think there's ever been a Metal Gear game that has uh, been put on... Steam or PC as like as like a main console like a main platform because in the past I I owned was it the first Metal Gear Solid uh you know on on CD for for old school PCs but that was a port and it was kind of a crappy port um uh, maybe they got some encouraging numbers for Revengeance or something like that. They might have, yeah. Something something definitely changed their minds about it. So It's what, like the opposite of Tomb Raider. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so conflicted, though, because I, I, one of the reasons why I got my PS4 was because I was like, okay, my Phantom Pain experience is going to be fucking amazing. And now if they announce it for PC, and I'm like, ah, because <laughs> it's going to look so much better on PC. What do I do? Uh, I don't know. I do kind of like, I'm sort of like uh, David in the regards that uh, there's certain types of games I enjoy playing, you know, on the couch experience, you know, with your controller on the couch, away from your computer. And Metal Gear kind of falls into that category. So, you know, depending on what the reviews are like for the overall game, I may still end up getting on, on PS4 just for that sort of comfortable experience. Yeah. Uh, I haven't decided yet. But, um, okay, so they mentioned that. They also mentioned, of course, that boxes are back. Because <laughs> you, you can't have a snake without a fucking box that he's shuffling around. You can't have a snake without a box. Yeah. That should be a saying. Whoa. Snake in a box. <laughs> that is very sexual. <laughs> well. Oh, man. Okay. Well, wait, wait. This ties into something else you mentioned before the show, EG. Okay, so here's the other. <laughs> here's the other ridiculous shit that is sexual. Uh, when they were showing an example of this box gameplay, um, there's stuff you can sp spray on the boxes, the pictures. I don't know if it's like a graffiti or if it's like a decal or some kind of shit. But apparently they they put a, a half naked woman on one side of the box and then it's used as a like a decoy to make all these enemy uh, soldiers sprint over to it and start ogling it. <laughs> Which, oh look, there's a cardboard cutout of a woman. Yeah, it's like how would somebody really? I mean, if it was some fucking hologram or something, all right. Which still doesn't make sense because what would what would a woman like that be doing in a war torn area? I don't know. I don't know, um, but. Uh, if you had the ability to hand them dollar bills and say, shake it, baby, I'd be <laughs> yeah. all in. If there was a Duke Nukem in the corner. That's um, all I'm saying. Well, but it's weird because there was a lot of mixed response to it because there were a lot of people saying, like, come on, really? You know, you're going to have soldiers with no regard for their own safety running over to uh, what's clearly not a real woman just to go, <laughs> like, ooh, you know, when they're in a really dangerous area where they should be paying attention. 
However, I mean, that it is dumb. I won't say it's not because Kojima is is uh, pretty infamous for having a lot of very you know uh, female objectionable or no a, a lot of scenes and instances where there he's objectifying women like um, that that sniper that's in Phantom Pain. Her name is like Quiet or something. The one that's in that bikini that's like really yeah. skimpy, even though she's fucking like she's a sniper. <laughs> Which a lot of people were saying, like, you know, that outfit doesn't make any fucking sense for the kind of combat and the terrain that she would be in, but whatever. And he's done this in the past, too, with other women, like, uh, what's her face, Eva from Metal Gear 3 and all this shit. But other people were saying, if you ignore that uh, awful element, uh, in terms of the games, it's kind of consistent because in the, for example, in the second Metal Gear Solid, you could get these... Um, these little uh, open nudie mags, they were like half open, and then lay them out on on floor uh, on the ground or whatever, and then it would make these uh, soldiers come up and go, oh, with these little hearts above their heads and shit, and they would just stay there looking at it. So in terms of game, I mean, all of these things are like sexist, so- but at the same time, it it just it, it really paints men in a bad light, <laughs> where it's like no matter what job they're doing, no matter the importance, they're retarded. Boobs anywhere, they're gonna drop what they're doing. <laughs> well, maybe it's not. I mean, I, don't I mean, know. it's you know, so we're saying it's you know, sexism is okay if it's continuity. Is that what we're saying? There's continuity, is sexism, <laughs> no, 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 no. and we're all good. Is I'm not, I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that this is not the first time he's done something like this, you know. So it's, so it's, it's like, oh god, it's just grandpa being grandpa again. That's, that's <laughs> sort of like, like it's, it's that's why it's not. I, I rolled my eyes because I'm like, well, this isn't really a first for Kojima. He's kind of done this a lot in the past. I'm not excusing it by any means, but I'm not super surprised by it either. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it is sort of funny because yeah, Adam, you got a good point. It's making all the enemy soldiers always look like fucking idiots because yeah. they're like, "Oh, look at this!" <sighs> you know, like, like they're that dumb to get distracted. Like they suffer by from a phenomenon called wartime boner or something like. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's called love on a battlefield. That's exactly what it is. Benatar um, was featured. <laughs> but yeah, so there's kind of a bit of a. I wouldn't even call it controversy because I think enough enough people that have played Metal Gear games are just kind of like, oh, Kojima, uh. <laughs> like why? Uh, they're not surprised. Um, I'm not going to be using that particular spray paint, whatever it is, but it's it's going to be there, and people are probably going to make. What if it's essential to the game? You cannot beat the game without. <laughs> There's just this one moment where you have to do it. You know, it, yeah. there'll probably be some fucking achievement where like dupe you know, five soldiers into ogling yeah. this, th- or, like, kill them while they're ogling this Ladies poster. Man. Exactly. Some sh- Exactly. <laughs> it's probably going to be some shit like that. Oh, God, it, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's already, <sighs> already resigned to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I really am, unfortunately. Um, anyway, so, yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> but, um... I, I still want to play the game itself. There's this other weird thing, too, that our, our producer, Chase, uh, noticed. Uh, he was watching a bunch of uh, these gameplay reveals for uh, Phantom Pain, and he was saying, I guess there's going to be, I don't know if it's competitive co-op or if it's like cooperative co-op in the game. And he said what's weird is that whenever you play with another player or even against another player, they're, they're all snakes. So it's not like your other the other character will look like a different character. Everybody's gonna apparently look like Snake. 
So he okay. was he was trying to figure out, and I'm not sure if they've answered this, like what is the reasoning for it? Is there a plot reason why everybody's think like are we getting into the whole cloning thing at this point? Because you know that happens later in the other games, but not you know just yet. Or are they just doing this because they don't give a fuck? They're like, well, here's co-op. Everyone normally plays a snake, so uh, here's a bunch of snakes. It's, it's, it's like the modern version of the James Bond hand from Goldeneye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's, we're done. We're good. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if they're going to elaborate on that more, if there's going to be a reason, but it is a little kind of kind of immersion-breaking, I would think, maybe. <laughs> a little. Uh, just, a, just a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of Kojima, okay, so this is... This is the last of my Gamescom news, but it's the one I'd like to elaborate a bit on because I don't know what... Like, maybe it'll be good, maybe it'll be bad. They announced with, you know, a pretty clever way of going about it. Uh, they announced the next Silent Hill game, which is stupidly called Silent Hills. <laughs> like, they didn't, ah. <laughs> they didn't even opt if they, if they somehow, like, managed to uh, morph that S into a 2 or something, I'll just, I'll just die oh, from laughter. Or, five, a or, five, or a would, Z? Would it, would it be the fifth one? Silent Hills with a Z? Yeah, Silent so, Hills. Uh, so, Silent Hills, uh, not no number and no, like, subtitle. Like, for example, the last one I had heard about was Silent Hill Downpour, for example. Like, it didn't have a number, but it had a caption. Um... But this one's Silent Hills. Maybe that's just a working title. I don't know. That's going to be done by... Here's, the, here's somebody's drunk imagining, but it's, it's real. Uh, Hideo Kojima, who's never done yeah. Silent Hill before. Guillermo del Toro. What? <laughs> and uh, starring Daryl from Walking Dead, Norman Reedus. <laughs> so... So the I, dream team is dream. finally together. <laughs> and what's funny is in the ending of the teaser, when you're seeing this 3D, it's totally 3D rendered Norman Reedus looking behind him, like looking over his shoulder at the end. Um, as, as it fades to white to show the title Silent Hills, they play the opening theme to Silent Hill 1. You know, the one that was done by, what's his face, Akira Yamaoka? And I was like, huh, so does that mean maybe they're trying to get him back to do Silent Hill music as well, maybe? I would hope so. They're just trying to save for budget on the soundtrack. Maybe. It's I mean, it's just going to reuse. Yeah. But, but really, what better way of getting someone excited by Silent Hill than by having music from, like, the first game? You know, like, it's going to yeah. make people feel like, oh, they're bringing it back, you know? Um, but what was interesting, the way they presented this, was you only saw this short you know, Norman Reedus teaser uh, if you played through their playable teaser. And I guess what happened was on the PlayStation Store, and I'm not sure if this was on the Xbox Store, I think it was just the PlayStation Store, um, there was a demo just called P.T., and I don't think it had any information other than that. <laughs> so a lot of people found it. And they're like, what the fuck is this? I think this is early in the week. Because I, I actually played it on Wednesday, I think. Um, and what it is, is this very... The vibe is kind of creepy. And you're in this room, this L-shaped... Uh, not room. You're in this L-shaped apartment. That's like a hallway, and then it turns, and then another long hallway, and then an exit. Um, that repeats. So you enter in the first door... And then you walk through the thing, and then you exit the, the end door, and then it repeats. But each time you go 
through the room again or the the apartment again things are different and in very silent hill fashion uh when you look in the bathroom at one point like when you can actually get into the bathroom um there's this really warped looking almost looks like a baby with no with no skin like a, like you just fun, see smucks just that's crying like nah, and it has this really crazy extended like head <laughs> like it's not a like, normal shaped head, so that's very Silent Hill because it looks really disturbing. Um, you had me at baby no skin, baby no skin, baby no skin. and, <laughs> and this is this yeah. is all in first person too, which is kind of uh, uh, what threw people off. So first person creepy setting, which actually looked pretty good, like the lighting and. Um, just all the rendering and everything, like definitely PS4 quality. Like it, it, it looks appropriate for you know a, a new game. Because so I think that would be a concern. Because everybody, you know, up to this point, everyone's been scrutinizing new games pretty, pretty heavily. I think, right? Like, does this feel like next gen, or does this feel like you know current or past gen in terms of graphics? Right. Um, but what's confusing? is that this PT, which everyone realized later sounds for playable teaser, um, what, what this thing didn't do was provide you with any information on how to control your character, what to press, what to do. <laughs> so I, I played through most of it, and I got to a distinct point where I got stuck, because I'm like, okay, I'm clearly looping through the room, but nothing's changing, which means I didn't do something in the room to warrant like the room to change. Um... And and it's very bizarre. Like for example, one time when you're going through this this room loop, you have to trigger these words on the screen like I think five times or something. And yeah. so um, one of the ways you do that, and I would never have known this if I didn't fucking look it up, is um, you go to your <clears throat> your pause menu or your menu that shows your controls, like you know vertical control, look up, down, whatever, and zoom in on this x-ray of like a dude's head and then it goes flash and then you see some text on the wall <laughs> so i'm like how what? how would i have known that and then there's another thing where uh you go through the room enough times and there's this photo of this old lady uh, this couple of this man this woman and they're at one point when you go through the room there's a big x under her and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did she die? Is she been X'd out? You find out later, oh, no, you're supposed to press the X button. And then this fucking bullet hole goes through her head in the picture. <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck? Like, what is, what is going on? What? And sometimes you go through the room and words appear on the wall. And sometimes if you zoom in on the words, those the letter of... I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but the letters of one of the words disappears and appears on a different wall somewhere else. And then, like, stuff that you wouldn't realize. And some things you can figure out and other things you really can't. And the, the worst offender is the last bit of the game. So even if you didn't have a walkthrough or anything, you could probably fumble through 75% of it. But the last 25%, after you go through a particularly... Harry scene that I'm not going to spoil. Um, but you, hairs involved. <laughs> you can't exit. The, you can't exit the room until you get a phone call that like unlocks a door to let you out. So everyone's trying to figure out what do you need to do to make the phone ring. And I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. Just to probably make it difficult for everyone. Nobody seems to have achieved that the same way. Everybody had really? to do something different to make it. Like, for example, in my way, I had to get a baby to cry twice 
and then my controller vibrated, <laughs> and then the phone rang, <laughs> and then in other things, this ghost possessed them. No, no, they ran away from a ghost, and the baby cried three times, and they listened to a radio, <laughs> and then the phone rang. <laughs> and it's like people were trying to kind of compare notes, basically, and say, well, what did you do to make the phone fucking ring? Because some people, it took them like four hours for it to work. For me, I got lucky. It only took, like, I think 20 minutes for me to get the fuck out of that room. But it's, it's, it's not consistent. There's some randomizing element Draw in there. Draw a door. Draw a door. <laughs> or uh, some, well, some people were saying weird shit like, look, zoom into the paintings, and then listen to the person laughing, and then sit by the radio until, you, until <laughs> the noise goes away, and then zoom into the paint. Like, what the fuck? Like... Random shit, and then also shit in a specific order. It's just, you know, recipe for chaos, because people are like, I just want to see the fucking Norman Reedus teaser at the end of this shit. But somebody clearly made it work for them. I got really lucky the first time, because um, I think one of those people that usually do those Twitch streams posted their whole stream, which I think they it took them from beginning to end about an hour and a half, almost, to get through it. Um, and they were one of the first people to post <clears throat> the full playthrough with the the CG rendered teaser at the end, which was kind of what everyone was really waiting for. Um, but it's a weird concept. Like, it's on the one hand, it's cool <clears throat> because for the most part, it has the tone of a Silent Hill game, but kind of mixed with like one of those games like um, Outlast or something like that. Because there's a bunch of jump scares in there, which I don't really usually consider a jump scare as a Silent Hill thing because I from it's been a while since I played a Silent Hill game but in the past when I played them I distinctly rem remembered feeling icky and creeped out a lot but never like jump scared you know what I mean like mm -hmm. I, it was really more of the atmosphere and, and the general feeling of the game that freaked me out not like a, uh, like Resident Evil or something like that I would associate more with jump scares so I thought that was a bit weird I'm not sure if that's maybe the Kojima effect. Like, maybe he's going to bring more jump-scary kind of in-your-face shit to this game compared to previous directors. Um, but as a, as a teaser, it's, it is successful because, you know, it gets people to talk about it. Like, I'm talking about it now. And um, I think you get a lot more interest in the upcoming game than if you had just done, like, a video for it. Because they could have just shown that that Norman Reedus teaser by itself, and then people yeah. would be like, oh my god. But because you actually had to play through a creepy event to access it, I think it kind of gets people more in the, like, in the zone, like to want something like that. Now, I will say, fuck, <laughs> if, if the real game has this level of obscure nonsensical puzzles, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not fucking That's doing it. That's it, we're done, we're packing it up. Yeah, like, do you guys you guys have PS4s? No. No, not yet. No. If you get it, if you get one, try, because I'm sure it'll, the demo will be on the store for forever. But um, if, if you get one, try out the demo, even if you don't finish it, just so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. And um, yeah. it's... They did say it's not representative of the actual game. I think it's just to get people excited. But I'm really hoping that is truly the case. Like, like that it's really not you know, representative, just because it feels like it might kind of shift what Silent Hill is a bit too much. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with it being first person. I think that's fine. 
It's almost expected these days. But um, I don't want it to turn into some weirdo... It, like, it's almost on the level of... I hate to say it, but, like, Sierra Adventure games, where, like, you'll you'll be just kind of left to your own devices, and you're like, what do I do? And there's no real explanation sometimes of, like, how you're supposed to accomplish something. You just have to figure it out yourself. It's also a pretty ingenious way of, uh, you know, getting rid of the argument of games are too short, you know, what's a good length of a game for your money? <laughs> because this one could be, you know... 80 hours. It's however long it takes you to figure out these nonsensical puzzles. So There was apparently a, a GameSpot... Games, GameStop? No, GameSpot. I always mix up GameStop and GameSpot. There was yeah. a GameSpot stream where I guess they played it. And I think there might have been a Polygon one as well. But the GameSpot one apparently took them like six hours or something. <laughs> if they even went all the That's way. It's a teaser. <laughs> it's just a teaser. Because I know, <clears throat> I know at a certain point I was getting into the the latter part of the the hour, and then Chase came came in the room, and he's like, "Why are you still doing this?" And I'm like, "Well, look, I'm all in now because I'm, I know I'm near the end. I'm not stopping now because, you know, you know that feeling, right? Like you're you're yeah. right you're right there. Even if it takes you fucking two hours, it's like it, it's right there. I need to finish it, even though you don't get anything out of it. You get that like video game compulsion." to be a completionist and just finish the fucking thing. Right. Um, but but overall, pretty clever. I, I'm not sure how much time it took them. It is clever that they made it like a looping room, so obviously it's easier because you only really have one set of assets and uh, you're not, you know, you don't have multiple rooms and very minimal things change in that room, so uh, probably didn't take too many people to work on it, I would think. So pretty smart. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's uh, Silent Silent Hills. <laughs> With a C that turns into a two. Yeah, Silent <laughs> Hill two. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, there were some minor things on Gamescom. Other than that, but like those are the ones that stood out to me the most. There is gonna be like a Sims Four, you know, other shit. I just kind of was like, yeah, that's great. I know they apparently had like a really long gameplay video for um, Dragon Age uh, Inquisition, and they've been showing more trailers and stuff for that, so people are, people I know at least are getting all psyched up for that, because they made some claim that you could spend like a hundred, is it either like 120 or 160 hours in the game, and I'm like, wow, shit. Of course, then again, I easily And spent... you're like, I just spent that in the Silent Hills tease. <laughs> I spent most of it in a free game. No, like I was going to say, like thinking of Skyrim, which to this day I still haven't fully beat, just because I, I went on such a rampage with yeah, the, uh, same here. the side quest. I easily spent over a hundred hours just on the side quest stuff for that game. Oh god, I just started playing that. It's so the thing is, I'm not mad about it. It was time <laughs> well spent because every time I came to a, a a new cave or or you know some kind of dungeon or something, I'm like, I'm going in here. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to pass yeah. this up. There's some good shit in here, probably. I've been doing that for ten hours. That's, that's all I've been doing. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so Inquisition, they're claiming you're going to get at least that much gameplay out of it, which, if they actually do that, that'll be pretty impressive. I will say, uh, from playing Dragon Age 1, god, that's a long game. So, <laughs> if, they, if they match that, they can, they, they can easily do it again um, in, in Inquisition. Although, Dragon Age 2 felt significantly shorter. 
uh, and I think we've discussed that in the past. It was I think it's honestly the weakest of the games, maybe not character-wise, but gameplay-wise, just because it, it totally feels like they were just uh, reusing, reusing dungeons, reusing designs, and everything felt very samey and. They probably didn't have a lot of time, which is usually the reason why you know developers do this sort of thing. It's not necessarily that they want to, but maybe their publishers like this has to be out at the end of the year. Whip, you know. <laughs> yeah, it'll God, God Kotor. <laughs> you, you know you love, but you also hate a game so intensely when just mentioning the game makes you go, oh God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. I, Kotor two had some really, and it's not Bioware, it was Obsidian, right? It wasn't um, them specifically that made that game. They got pushed by LucasArts to release it during some, was it 2005 or 4 Christmas? Can't remember. Yeah, something like that. They clearly weren't done. They didn't yeah. even try to remove the extra assets, which is why I think at this point now, even though it's been years and years later, people have finally, I think, made a mod that fills in the rest of the uh, the missing story. Um, but yeah, good game, but the story just kind of dips into nothing. Like, oh, hey, and then it, it just ends. It's as if you yeah. had a, you were reading a book, and you flipped the page, and someone, you could see the tear marks where somebody just ripped out the last 20 pages. You're like, what the fuck? What's the end? Come on, don't leave me hanging. <clears throat> but, um, God, yeah, that's one of those games I'm <laughs> like, no, whatever I think oh. about it. They did so many cool things, though, like how you can fucking change your entire, like, all your party members, either dark or light side, you know, like, like yeah. your influence on other characters, I thought was really cool. Um, I'm gonna end up playing it tonight, aren't I? I just, I just know <laughs> it. I'm t- yeah, I'm like, oh, that, that game, it was really uh, cool. Here we go. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> you draw me into these Bioware discussions too easily. Um, yeah, so Inquisition is going to be out this fall. Let's see, Advanced Warfare is going to be out this fall. Is Assassin's Creed Unity? Or is that maybe next year? I always forget the date for that one. I have no idea. I can't remember. And Destiny, obviously. So there's going to be some cool games. There is, I think, I don't know if it's a map pack. I, I, I vaguely remember reading... There is also a Titanfall expansion or something like that, either DLC or, you know, more maps or something coming out soon as well. They did release a really cool, if you guys like cinematics like I do, um, there's a You mean cool, actual gameplay? No, well, non, unfortunately, <laughs> non-actual gameplay. No, um, I saw it. It's actual gameplay. It, it's gameplay if, if the Super Titanfall cool. world was real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it's like half live action and half CG because there's certain moves that look it looks kind of like a guy in parkour is like, like a guy is parkouring things, but I can't tell. Uh, there's a really cool Titanfall. Um, I don't know if I'd call it like a, a sizzle trailer or something because everything looks awesome, but essentially nothing is really happening. Like you're seeing a guy kill people and get into a Titan and do these crazy effects and stuff, but it's, there's no like plot reason for it. It's just him doing awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, but just look up, I, w- I would say maybe Gamescom Titanfall trailer or something like that. It's, it's pretty neat. And I, it actually makes me a little sad because if the game was like that, holy shit, what a game that would be. <laughs> it, it's f- incredibly flashy. I think it was it's directed by some like Chinese... Or Hong Kong director, I can't remember, 
Because they made, you know it's a big deal when somebody makes a point of saying what the director's name is for a trailer, you know? Uh, it's like, okay, then they must be somebody, because otherwise... From director Brett Ratner. Oh, God. Acclaimed director. Fuck that guy. Did I tell you guys, okay, I guess now we're off the topic of Gamescom, because I, I, I kind of want to talk about some movie elements, if, if, if listeners are into that. Uh, I read this whole rant online about people complaining about the Hercules movie. Okay. Did you see the Hercules movie? No. Okay, so I read this guy's rant, and it's pretty funny. It, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm warning everyone ahead of time. I'm gonna spoil it just because who, who needs to see that movie? Honestly, <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. It's, you don't need to see the movie. So Brett Ratner is the director, which is already a warning. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, so that's already that that even more of a reason to not watch the movie. Yeah, so that's already the first mistake, right? But yep. um, apparently, this guy was like. How could he fuck this up? So you see these trailers with Hercules, and he's like punching lions and doing crazy shit and holding up, you know, buildings or whatever the fuck Hercules does. And it's The Rock, and you're like, oh, that's awesome, he's doing Hercules things. So this this ranter was saying, like, how did Ratner fuck this up and not have a movie where there is a Hercules that does that? Because instead, it's a fucking lie. Because uh, apparently, I don't know if, if in the original myth he d- also has a friend named Aeolus or if they were just really lazy and decided to take the same name from the live action show. So he has a friend named Aeolus that apparently is kind of doing these tall tales to various people saying like, Hercules killed a lion, Hercules, you know, smashed a boar's face in or some kind of shit. But they're all fake. <laughs> What? So, <laughs> so uh-huh. he's essentially trying to in- intimidate or amaze people by exaggerating these stories. And uh, I think it's only near the beginning of the movie, and then I guess they don't bring it up again. <laughs> so it's like, why would you do that? You're just saying Hercules is an average dude, and his friend is the one telling these stories that, that make him look like, you know, Hercules? Uh-huh. Such a weird twist, right? Like, yeah. why would you do that? It's just lame. So I'm sure and anyone. What who... could the sequel be? Oh, more made-up stories uh, of Hercules. Uh, well, I'm sure there won't be a. I mean, I don't know what the box well, office right. record it didn't was. Warrant, no. Right. Yeah. Then again, but... Turtles—they're getting a sequel, so. Woo. Oh, un- see, unfortunately, I guess it apparently did pretty well. Uh, Ninja Turtles it got 65 opening weekend. Jesus. So. God damn it! You know what the problem is? I bet. Because I know a lot of people that did this, and I wanted to punch them in the face. Is uh, they're like, God, it's gonna be so bad. I just want to see how bad it is. Uh, <laughs> like, don't do well, it. You just paid to see it. <laughs> you just paid, and now because you paid to see a bad movie, now they're gonna make another bad movie. You idiot. Yeah. God damn. And then it. you're gonna pay to see that one because it's bad. I want to see break the cycle. Exactly. I want to see Guardians a bunch more times just so I could like contribute to like the good movie fund as opposed to the shit movie fund. Well, yeah. I mean, that was uh, when Turtles opened. That was Guardians' second weekend, so they still made forty million plus. Oh really? So they didn't do yeah. that badly. No. I was I was afraid that was gonna just totally blow them out of the water, push them away. But uh, I'm glad they still made it a respectable amount of money. Yeah, I noticed uh, somebody in their advertising like department is also really competitive because uh, my producer was telling me that uh, he was watching uh, com- uh, commercials for both movies 
And the Turtles movie says, the number one movie in the world. And then the Guardians movie says, the number one movie in the galaxy. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, they show them. But then, of yeah. course, he, he's dumb and he's like, how would it be in the galaxy? You can't have other people. I was like, well, maybe they purposely sent one up to like an astronaut that's that's working on a space station and then you could say galaxy that way right and he's like well yeah. you know and then we turned it into a stupid argument about how that would be possible but the important thing is that somebody is always trying to one-up somebody else with ridiculous claims in these movie trailer commercials which i find pretty funny uh and effective <laughs> but yeah it doesn't look good at all did you guys didn't see it did you no. And now, of course, you're going to say no, even if you did. You'd be like, why would uh, I see that movie? No. I, I'm going to sadly take off my Leonardo mask right now. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I paid money to watch a Michael Bay movie. That's a great thing to I not will, be able to remember. I will admit, and this is long enough ago that that's fine, <laughs> that I did pay money to see the very first Transformers movie because I had no idea what to expect. So I was like, oh, shit, it's Transformers, it's 3D, you know, it's big budget. But you broke the cycle. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay for the other ones. Um, actually, I don't, I don't even think I've seen... How many have they made? Four? This is yeah. the last one was four, four, yeah. So I think I've seen pieces of the third one on TV. I've seen kind of most of the second one on, you know, because they show it all the time on FX. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, but the first one was the only one I've seen all the way through, and that had a, a real jump the shark moment. Uh, and I'll tell you which part it is. Five when, minutes in. Well, when, yeah. it, I should have I should have known better, but I was still kind of giving it a shot. No, it's the part where Bumblebee like pees on that guy. Yeah. Have you seen that? It's it's yes. supposed to be his I don't know hydraulic fluid or some shit, but it's like clearly pissing on John Turturro. <laughs> And it's like, and then what he's the just fuck? like, "Why, John Turturro is like, how have I come to this?" Exactly. Like, and then he, what the fuck are the Coen Brothers doing right now? I, yeah, <laughs> that's what he's thinking. They're not there, hiring him back, I guess, because yeah. of that. He's a bit roll anything. I just need food. <laughs> I don't want to work with Michael Bay. <laughs> he pees on me and everything. It's it was really that I distinctly remember in the theater looking at my friend, who my friend had snuck in a flask, so I think he was doing some drinking game where, like, every single time they did a specific thing, he dre he took a pretty big drink out of that flask. But we kind of looked at each other like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, are we watching? Like, you saw this. Yeah, I saw it. Like, like just checking that that happened. Because it's such a bizarre thing. Like, not only did that joke occur, but, like, some poor VFX artist had to make that happen. Like, this is not something you just shoot for fun and, like, okay, we'll keep it in there. No, like, somebody modeled that shit and somebody made the, the fucking effects of the hydraulic fluid and all that. Like, there's a lot of work that went into an awful joke. Like, a really awful thing. Ugh. And that, that audience is re... Yeah. He's never made a good... Like, he always kills movies. Like, fucking Rush Hour fucking ruined it. Uh, X-Men... Pretty much ruined it until they they yep. retconned almost all the stuff he did. Love uh, that Transformer. Oh, not Transformers. Wait, Actually, I'm surprised he hasn't done Transformers yet. Yeah, I might as well just ruin it some more. <laughs> couldn't couldn't make Fucking it any worse, jabroni. I guess. Yeah, and now uh, Hercules. Well, Hercules didn't even have a sequel, but he's ruined it before it even had one. 
He has a talent. The man has a talent. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's consistent, guys. You gotta give him that. He is consistent. Consistent would be <laughs> awful. Yeah. yeah and he, uh, a, uh, can you imagine if you ever made a game what it would probably be like? Oh, it would just be it would be like Gears of War, but <laughs> even dumber and <laughs> I mean he would out douche Cliffy B, so that alone is a feat. Can you imagine that as a tagline? Worse than Cliffy B, even dumber. <laughs> yeah. A Brett Ratner game. Brett Ratner. <laughs> Gears of War fifty. The 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 gearsening. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, I think that's as far as they're gonna get into marketing too, so <laughs> How many actually is it just me or are they making another Gears of War? I swear I thought somebody was talking about that. Well I know Cliffy B came well, out of retirement, right? Wait, he did? Are you kidding me? I, I'm pretty sure he did. Or he was saying, like, yeah, I'm not really retired forever. Let's see. Maybe he wasn't getting enough information. Uh, uh, not information. Enough attention. Because he fucking thrives on it. So. Yeah, July. Just back in July, he, he announced it that he's coming out of retirement. Now, is he going back to the same place? Or is he trying a new place? Or is he starting a developer? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Previously, this is a he long was an article, and we're talking about Cliffy B. Yeah, previously he was at <laughs> Epic. Like, I wonder if Epic was like, "Hey, come on back." I guess. <laughs> we guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's such a fucking blowhard, and it's funny because he's <laughs> he's so tiny, <laughs> he's so small, and he yells so loud. Um. Oh, he's launched... Okay, so I'm looking at a much shorter article because I can't stomach too much of it. Um, has He's launched Boss Key Productions and announced Blue Streak as the code name for the studio's first title. The Martin Lawrence movie? <laughs> I was kind of thinking about that. But there's no way. Finally, someone's adapting that to a game. The, Next on America has acquired a minority stake in Boss Key... Productions and the exclusive worldwide publishing and marketing rights to Blue Streak, which will be managed through Nexon America. Nexon? What the fuck like combination? Well, Nexon, um, I mean, they're. Nexcom. Nexcom? <laughs> that what, sounds what like an it? old 80, uh, 80s uh, movie company. They make free to play games. Oh. They're also, <laughs> let's see, South Korean yeah. developer and publisher of video games. Found it in Seoul. Huh. That's weird. I mean, they might have a ton of money just from free-to-play games, because, you know, for a while, they're doing pretty well. I, maybe free-to-play games are still profitable. I don't know. Like, they seem to have hit a plateau, I feel. You know? Like, even... I used to play a lot of free-to-play stuff on uh, on Facebook, and I just haven't touched any of that in a long time. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, either. <laughs> Like, you hit that point where you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I don't want to have to wait till, like, the next day to get more energy to just do another move. Like, forget it. <laughs> I give up. I'd like to just play a full game, please. Thank you. Anyway, so I think, uh, I think that's about good for this month. Unless something catastrophic happens between now and September 1st, we'll probably see you uh, next month. If anyone has anything they'd like us to discuss, maybe any cool topics or you know, anything that we talked about this week, feel free to email us. Our email is nameofgamepodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, we have a Facebook group, which is In the Name of Game. And we have a Twitter, which is at In the Name of Game. Uh, if you want to listen to this episode and any, any previous ones, we have a website, inthenameofgame.com, where you can uh, listen to this episode, uh, leave comments that way, check out previous ones, or subscribe. Um, we have an all artist. of the above. All of the above, everything you want. <laughs> uh, if you don't want to do any of that stuff, we are on iTunes, and you can just subscribe to us there. Never deal with any of that social media again. Oh, God, I fucking hate that. Be social gone. Media. Be gone, social media. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have seen some fun movies, played some fun games. If you have a chance and you have a PS4, try out PT. It's an interesting experience. You know, it's free. It's a decent afternoon you could waste <laughs> playing that, probably. Um, yeah, but until next time, we'll see you. Have a good time with your games. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.